0: All right, everybody. Welcome back to Channel Seventy Nine Podcast. After a week off, kind of on accident.
1: Yeah, it happens.
0: But we yeah, it happens. We can't. We got better stuff. Well, we don't have better stuff to do, but we have uh, other stuff to do sometimes.
1: Right. <laughs> well, I was so I was on back. vacation for a week too, so.
0: That's true. That didn't help. He was on the living on the road for a while. Yep. Living out of the out of the railroads with his handkerchief on the back of his stick. <laughs> hobo. Yeah, hobo style. Um, but we're back. I don't really know what happened last week. Nothing really. NFL started. College football. Some UFC yep. fights. Nothing crazy, really. We didn't miss anything crazy, so
1: Nah, the biggest. I mean, the biggest thing we missed is just week one of college football, I guess. But. There were Man. a couple of good games. I mean, I know Alabama won. Alabama beat uh, Florida State, and Florida State lost their quarterback lost for the year. Lost
0: their quarterback, yeah.
1: That was probably the biggest news of the week.
0: Was that UCLA's comeback win, too?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was a big one.
0: Yeah, that's all I can remember from that <clears throat> week, I guess. As far as college football goes, anyway.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then last week, obviously, we would have been on before the NFL season started, so there's nothing yeah, we, we really weren't... missed there. Yeah
0: so, uh, yeah, so we weren't here last week, but you guys didn't miss too much anyways. Um, well, we'll just catch up with college football and NFL football anyway this week. I guess last week would have been our our fantasy draft wrap-up, pretty much. But right. Uh, fantasy's all year round anyway, so we can hit on that. Yeah. This week as well. Um, so I guess well, I guess we'll just wrap it. We'll, the back half of the show will be NFL. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about some other stuff before that. Um, I didn't have NBA news. Nu- no NBA news. Uh,
1: I had... The only thing I had there was um, Westbrook re-upped with jordan brand
0: oh yeah like 10 years or something yeah
1: I, i forget what the exact numbers were but it was a pretty big deal um that was the only really the only latest news coming from the nba this week
0: yeah i didn't i didn't have anything either i just wrote down nba to see if we had any news but yeah um russell westbrook signed an extension with jordan i doubt the money was like public but it was like 10 years and they're going to make him a, his own shoe and everything, so.
1: Yeah, which I'll is... look out for that. Which is what people are doing these days, you know, getting their own sort of line within a line, so.
0: That yeah, makes, I don't know any other Jordan athletes with their basketball, anyway, with a shoe. Like, Mello used to have signature shoes. I don't know if he still does, but...
1: Yeah, I'm not sure if he does this or not. He did, you're right, he used to. I think, did Dwayne Wade have... His own, too, I think, with Jordan.
0: I don't know. if He definitely was with Jordan, but I don't know if he had his own shoe. Yeah. Until he signed with that Chinese company.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, But, yeah, I mean, as far as Jordan goes, they don't... I mean, really, nobody really gets out a lot of signature shoes, but mm-hmm. Jordan's stingy as far as that goes, so... Right. Something to keep an eye on. And I'm sure the money is lucrative for Russ too coming off MVP season, so good for him. Yep. Playing with another signature shoe guy and Paul George, Nike guy.
1: Yeah. I guess that was the only other bit of news is the Lakers last week got hit with that um
0: Oh tampering or
1: tampering something? it was like the worst penalty in league history, I guess. So
0: it was just Five hundred thousand, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess Magic will have to write a check for that.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he's got that probably laying around somewhere.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't even know who's the owner, but or what it... I don't even know what his role in. The...
1: Uh, that's probably president of basketball owner, operations really or better. something.
0: Yeah. yeah. But it was technically his doing, so maybe they made him. Yeah. Take the bill on that one. <clears throat> So, I mean, once, once the NFL kicks off, NBA, it, you know, the news cycle slows down probably on purpose and probably just because the airtime's not there for them, but. Right. Um, as far as any other sports go, baseball, the Indians are on a 21-game winning streak, I believe, now.
1: Yep, they hit 21 tonight.
0: Tonight, so sure. that's the only note I know to have on that. I haven't watched anything, but. That's just an impressive number that we had to mention, so...
1: Yeah, I believe it's the AL record.
0: Yeah, so they must be killing it. I mean, that's a good chunk of the season, 21 games. And and to finish the season off like that, you know, that's a good... Could be a, a blessing and a curse, you know. They don't want to get hot in September. They'd rather do it in October, but... Right. Take them when you can get them, I guess. Yep. So keep an eye on that. I don't know what to the record is forever but 21's impressive and you know i think Well, they lost a little series last year so they have that motivation going for them as well so i don't know when the playoffs start but they got to be coming soon so <clears throat>
1: yeah playoffs well the season ends october 1st
0: okay so playoffs probably start that week yeah play out wild the, card anyway yeah
1: the the first wild card game is probably October 1st is a Sunday so that's the last day they probably start it then on like Tuesday which would be like the third
0: yep so that's our baseball news the Indians are killing it and uh, everybody you know there's people fighting for the wild card fighting for the their division titles and proceedings and all that stuff and uh, I think the Yankees are still in the wild card race so that's that's fun. I'll probably
1: lose that
0: game, but that's alright. Yeah. Um. So that's it on the baseball front. No new, no no new uh, shoe deals there.
1: No, I don't think so. <laughs>
0: um.
1: I don't. I don't even think I could name a. Did, did Griffey have his own shoe?
0: Yeah, Nike made Griffey shoes, and then Jordan made Jeter.
1: Right. Yeah, I don't know of Lee. any other.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you got to think, like, Bryce Harper would be the only one. Yeah. Playing now that would be in line to get one. Yeah. But it's tough because, like, for basketball, you can wear them shoes when you're not playing basketball.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. You
0: can't wear cleats, you know, to casual Fridays at work or something, or people call the cops on you.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Well, I
0: can't wear metal spikes. Um, so it's tough for you know, any other sport except basketball. But I don't know. But as far as the outside of football news, I have um, what do I have? Oh, just some UFC stuff. There was a pay per view Saturday, two fourteen. I think it was in Canada somewhere. Supposed to be two title fights, one guy cancelled, rescheduled for two fifteen. The other one was the women's division. Amanda Nunez defended her belt there. Um, nothing really crazy happened there, so just a mention and that's it. And there's a card in Pittsburgh this weekend, but kind of sucks, so nothing really to mention there either, except that it's in Pittsburgh, which is close to us, so that's kind of cool. Too bad there's nobody good fighting. But
1: Yeah, it might be the worst card of 2017. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, the only name there is Luke Rockhold, who has kind of fallen from grace a little bit. But yeah. other than that, it's it's very bad, yeah. I think they just had to, to, to bring in a replacement guy for that, too, so they're losing guys already for that. Oh, uh, So, no, I think that's an FXX card, I think. FS1. Oh, FS1? Yeah. Alright, so... Saturday night if you ain't doing anything, there you go. Other except college football will be on, so and there's a something else on as well Saturday night, so um so that's it, just to mention that it's in Pittsburgh, which is close to us, so that's kinda sweet, but card sucks, so no need to go further into that. We didn't get any media passes for that unfortunately, so
1: Nah. Must <laughs> have got lost in the mail.
0: Yeah. Dana lost our number. Not that he's even going to be there, but um, so other MMA news, I guess. It, uh, I guess yes, Yesterday, the beat Jones or John Jones B sample came back as negative as well, and I don't know if that was yesterday or today, but either way. And then today, they sh- they uh, retroactively called that called DC Jones a no contest and gave the belt back to DC. So Jones Failed the drug test B sample came back as negative as well. They changed the decision to a no contest and the belt is back on D C. Um so that division is a complete mess and the whole situation is, is a big mess for for everybody involved. D C and Jones and the UFC really
1: Yeah. I think it's mean it just sucks like i know a lot of i mean it's not it's never a good thing to be on any drugs that are banned but at the same time like dc has to feel like he's not the real champion i mean he's he's never beaten jones
0: oh yeah again he has to feel like that too
1: so i mean it's just it's it's it kind of sucks for the sport that you have kind of like this this guy was champion, and he has been beating people, but I mean, he's not really the champion, in my opinion. And
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I said it sucks for, for all three of them, but it, it sucks for DC, because the next chapter for him was probably to go to heavyweight, and now they, he kind of can't do that anymore. Right. And he could have, you know, he could have made a run at heavyweight with his wrestling pedigree, mm-hmm. and I think he, I, I mean, he's got to cut, cut quite, quite a bit of weight to get down to where he's at now so I think the next chapter was without the belt to go to heavyweight and now he's got to decide do I I got to defend this belt that I didn't win again I you know it's just a tough situation for him and that he I don't know I, I mean we obviously don't like him but it is a tough situation for him yeah um to do what he's you know in, in fighting and in the decision he's he's got to make Again, I, I mean, I don't know if he was going to heavyweight, but that was a logical progression of his career. He would think to go up to heavyweight without the belt, mm-hmm. try to try to get the belt up there, and then get it, and then get the third match with Jones at heavyweight. But that looks like it's all out the window.
1: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's the same thing. I say, you know, when they, you know, Jones was adamant that, like, he didn't think he did anything wrong, and. I guess it was uh, I mean I'm not obviously a scientist or anything but it was a uh, metabolite of turn turn, turn uh, turnable
0: and it's turnable, like I think
1: yeah true. it was a, so it was a metabolite of it so it sounds like it was like a a little a slightly variation of it or something but at the end of the day like you got to know what you're putting you're putting into your body and If those things, if you're putting anything into your body that you're unsure of the effects, then that's on you. I mean, that's not on Usada or anybody else. So I have a hard time feeling sorry for him. I feel more sorry for myself that we have to put up with DC. But at the end of the day, he just you you can't you can't do that kind of stuff and and expect to get away with it. Not that he did anything intentionally i'm not saying that but uh, as a fighter and <clears throat> you got to be more aware of what is going into your body because they yeah, I
0: definitely i say i definitely agree that uh you know you got to you got to check your check your whatever supplements you're taking and with usada and, mm-hmm. and clear by them but i do like i don't i don't know if it was him with one of his last Test or something, but somebody failed the drug test and they like they like traced it back to exactly what it was and then they sent that like they sent whatever it was to you it and you thought it tested it and it ended up that that substance was or the banned substance was in the in the supplement but it wasn't listed like on the supplement like mm-hmm. what's in the supplement so what happens is they're making this supplement in a place in a you know in a I don't want to say sketchy place but in a in a sketchy place where all these other supplements are being, you know, formulated in the same lab or whatever, Mm -hmm. and stuff stuff gets crossed like that. So yeah, Uh, but that goes, I mean, that goes back to don't, you know, you got to know where you're getting the shit from if you're that high level of, of an athlete.
1: Right. And that's what his, yeah, his first, his first failed test after, uh, 200, he, it was traced back to a off-brand, uh, sexual enhancement pill. Yeah. so it's you know basically off brand viagra and like you, like you were saying um it it was made in a it's made in an off brand and they make all kinds of drugs there so it, it put in putting it in a simplistic manner it's like if any of those powders rub off and they're in the air off the pills and then it gets attached to another pill like as soon as you as soon as you take that even though it's an unintended consequence it's still on you to know you know be aware of the situation and where those pills come from so it's just ultimately it's just hard to feel sorry for him when it and this isn't his first time either so you would think the second time around you'd be much more careful about what you're putting in your body.
0: Yeah I mean if you're that high level like he is you gotta get your stuff from I mean, you gotta you gotta know somebody with a supplement company that you trust and you've right. been to the lab and you all know that kind of stuff if you're that high level or at least your managers or somebody does for you but yeah i mean he's gonna serve a suspension and who knows if he fights in the usb again or if he fights anywhere again or what depends on what his suspension is Or i don't know like i said it's a tough situation for dc we can explain that it's a tough situation for jones yeah he was stupid again and he lost his belt again um you know he's gonna serve a suspension for multiple years probably so nobody knows what happens after that and it sucks for the UFC because he was their their a-minus draw, i guess other than connor and whoever he fights and they lost ronda their other a-plus draw and yeah um and, and jones was you know was at the next year down to sell sell pay-per-views and and sell the company, but they gotta find somebody else to do that now.
1: Yeah, he's he's facing a potential four-year ban.
0: Yeah, that's like the maximum, I think.
1: And uh, it just yeah, it's it's just bad news all around for for everybody involved. Like you said, Jones, DC, plus the UFC, um, just in an off off sort of comment. I wonder if like we we've seen we watched Tough Tonight and they showed the new performance um center that UFC built out in Vegas. I'm just wondering if they can do anything about, you know, using those supplements or developing those supplements at that plant at that place. Um obviously not developing the drugs there, but if a fighter really needs, you know, not to go down this road, but if a fighter really needs some kind of supplement, isn't there a way that UFC can provide those through there? You know, I don't think they have pharmacists there, pharmacists, but yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. I'm just trying to think outside the box. Like, if, if these fighters are really content on, you know, ta- if their intent is to take some of these drugs, like off brand uh, sexual enhancement pills, like, I feel like the UFC could help them out with developing some kind of drug like that that they don't have to worry, like, hey, we got this directly from the Performance Institute. You know, I'm not sure if. I'm not sure if UFC wants to go down that road, but with all the with all the positive samples in the last couple of years, you'd think that'd be something they'd be at least interested in looking at because it just it every time you get a positive sample, it hurts the sport.
0: <clears throat> yeah, like you said, that's a um, uh, I don't know if that's a road that UFC wants to travel down as far as producing supplements. But as far as I understand, if you're going to take something like that, you can, I think, like, USADA, like, like if you write down everything you take and you hand it over to USADA, like, mm-hmm. as you're doing it, like, like, before your test or whatever, and you do test for whatever, like, you know, you do test for something that was in whatever was on your list, you know, your, um the consequences are so, like, if it's not, like, a super steroid or something, but, if it's something like the the enhancement pills or something, right? Then you the consequences are way lower than if you try to hide it from them. Really, I guess. So yeah. Well, that's yeah. Because then because it because it only helps you sell it too if, if you say I took pill X from here, and they say okay, it must mm-hmm. have been you know because they they can test everything else you had and then they go back and test that and say okay I guess it did have this supplement that is banned. So, like I said, the consequences are way less than. Than it yeah. would be if you were hiding it from them. Yeah, that's a good point. That's as far as I understand, I mean, I don't really know. Yeah, you saw it works. but I don't know. It's just a, a tough situation for all three parties involved, I guess. Yep. And the rest of that, and the rest of that division too.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. The only other story I have before football. Is a boxing match Saturday Triple G Canelo in Vegas. I don't know if that's Showtime or HBO, but it's got to be on one of those, I would imagine. And it's uh, it's the, probably the best boxing match of the year, other than the Mayweather McGregor boxing match. This is a I guess you could say this is a, a more true boxing match. Two you know two of the best doing it out there now doing it in vegas for i don't know for whatever belts they have so if you're a fan of boxing it's you know potential to be the match of the year or whatever match of the last couple of years anyway so if you got some extra money some extra time saturday night that's uh, not a bad way to spend your saturday night triple g canelo i think canelo's only losses have been to to mayweather if i'm i might be wrong about that but i think that's right so
1: yeah i'm I'm looking forward to it. I'll probably vip it. Um Oh yeah. It'll be It'll be interesting to see like you said this is probably the best boxing match of two boxers of the year. Obviously the Mayweather one was is going to be bigger draw, but <clears throat> it'll be it'll be fun to see uh those guys go at it. I think I'm looking at the lines now. Golovkin is favored. Um oh, Wow. So that's to me yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. He's he's a minus one fifty five and Canelo's a plus one twenty-five. So um
0: yeah, that's interesting. I mean as far as I don't know a lot about him, but as far as far as I understand, uh Triple G is is more of a a heavy handed puncher with knockout power than uh Canelo's just a a pretty technical guy, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I would imagine. I thought Canelo would be favored, but
1: yeah, that's what I was. <clears throat> I would have expected that. I mean, Canelo's probably. Uh, I would say Canelo has the bigger older, name, though. right?
0: Uh, well, I don't even know where Golovkin's from. He's from like overseas somewhere, right?
1: Yeah. Uh. Well, Canelo's Canelo is uh Mexican.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Golovkin was was like Kazakhstan, I think.
0: Yeah. So Canelo definitely. <laughs> I mean he's like he's I mean he's in a commercial with Rocky for God's sake, so
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So he's definitely know. the bigger name, the bigger draw, but I think he's probably got a couple years on, on Glovkin too, but
1: Yeah. I, I mean Glovkin's thirty seven and oh.
0: Oh he's undefeated.
1: Yeah. I'm just looking oh, at yeah, it no. now. He's thirty he seven last
0: th- fight. He had a he had a big fight last fight, I
1: think. Uh against Daniel Jacobs.
0: Oh no, I didn't.
1: Know. It was in it was in Madison before Square that. Garden. Who uh, was before that. Kel Brook. No, I thought I okay. I must have been mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't look like he's got. He doesn't have any fights that I recognize. Um, but he he is. He's got thirty three wins by knockout. So.
0: Yeah, so that's definitely his, uh, <clears throat> his repertoire.
1: Yeah, and then. Col- or Alvarez's. 49-1. and Obviously, like you said, the one was to Mayweather by decision because Mayweather doesn't knock anybody out. <clears throat> except, well, except McGregor, I guess. But... Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Yeah,
0: if you are... A, if you're a fan of boxing, this is definitely something to tune into if you can, for sure. I think the, the gate is already, like, top five of all time so it's a big hit i don't know what the pay-per-view vibes will be but
1: <clears throat> well it's 20 bucks cheaper than mayweather mcgregor
0: that's <laughs> surprising so,
1: yeah yeah and, and alvarez Yeah, you know, <clears throat> just looking at it now alvarez does have yeah you know the harder opponents i guess leading up to this because he fought you know cesar chavez jr which yep. wasn't a very entertaining fight, but he also a couple fights before that he fought Amir Khan, and Amir before Khan,
0: that, that that must have been the fight I was thinking. Of. Yeah,
1: and then and then the fight right before the Amir Khan one was Kodo. Oh
0: yeah, he's been he's been through everybody.
1: So he's he's kind of been fighting the top of the top, uh, where Golovkin has kind of been, uh, you know, fighting. I don't want to say they're weaker opponents, but they're definitely less recognizable. I mean, I don't even see anybody on his last, like, ten fights that their name jumps out to me, so.
0: Yeah, and the last, the three you just mentioned there, at least I mean, we're not big boxing fans, but we mm-hmm. at least recognize those names.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Amir Khan. I, for some reason, I thought Triple G fought Amir Khan, but I must have been thinking about Canelo.
1: Yep.
0: Well, anyways, Saturday, I don't know, Saturday night, probably around the same time gregor mayweather walked out they'll be walking out yep um t-mobile is supposed to be sold out already and all that good stuff so should be a good night of boxing out there in vegas and for some reason the ufc decided to put the fixburg card up head to head against that yeah
1: well that's probably why that's probably why the card sucks so much at ufc
0: yeah that's true they probably figured I i don't know they probably figured You know, people like us would be tuning into the boxing match anyway, but... Yeah. Who knows? Um, I mean, it's always nice to see big boxing matchups nowadays, now that they're not as... I don't know what they were like back in the day, but you hear the stories that they were a lot better back in the day, but... Right. It's good to see nowadays two big names, you know, that decide to fight each other rather than pick and choose their opponents and just get wins. Ah, but that's everything. Except for football, unless you got anything.
1: Nope, that's all I got.
0: All right, so we'll start with the uh the college boys. Um, we kinda mentioned week one. Alabama beat Florida State. Uh Florida State lost their quarterback. I don't know what happened to Florida State week two, but it's not really any concern anymore. Um The only note I had for week two was uh, Oklahoma beating Ohio State.
1: Yeah, that's what um, I.
0: Baker Mayfield kind of killed it up there in the in the horseshoe, and I think it was what five versus two or something they were ranked.
1: <clears throat> yeah, um, they were. Yeah, Oklahoma is five and two. Florida State didn't play last week. Their game, their game got canceled. Oh the, right,
0: all the Florida teams were canceled. Right?
1: Yeah, unless they were at some other place. But uh, yeah. like the Hurricanes, they got canceled. Ironic, I guess. Um. Yeah, but Oklahoma. Put I mean they, they owned Ohio State really. <laughs> uh, yeah, they
0: put a weapon on them
1: for yeah, sure. Yeah, thirty-one sixteen. Um. um yeah, B- Baker Mayfield made a sh- very, very strong case for Heisman in that win, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I don't know what his stats were, but he was uh, he was just gaming it up for sure the whole time.
1: <clears throat> yeah, he was. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, he was 27 for 35 for 386 yards and three touchdowns.
0: Yeah, holy man, that's a heck of a stat line.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, no mistakes. So.
0: Yeah, no, no, no minus checks on that. Right. Yeah, so he he definitely had a heck of a performance there. Got to get him in the the Heisman talk and uh, JT Barrett, I guess, is the the polar opposite of <laughs> Baker Mayfield now.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: His, his stock is uh, going way down, way way down.
1: Yeah, It was interesting because 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 USC also beat Stanford last week. And that was a six fourteen matchup, and Darnold played really well too. He was twenty one to twenty six for three hundred and sixteen yards and four touchdowns. Um, but he he had two interceptions, so it was just kind of they they kind of had similar performances. But Darnold had two uh, turnovers against a yeah. lesser ranked team, I guess. than, I don't want to say Stanford's worse than Ohio State, but. Um, <clears throat> a lesser ranked team than Ohio State so I think uh, at least a, at least based off last week you know Mayfield made definitely made a stronger case to be uh, the Heisman <clears throat> obviously it's again it's week two so there's a lot of football to be played but yeah. Yeah. if we're just tracking it based off week to week then uh, <clears throat> Mayfield's got to be one of the top you know top one or two guys I guess
0: well, if you get a, a win over a top ranked team in their stadium, I mean that's as good as you can good as a case you can make for yourself. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Oklahoma looks like a threat at least in the playoffs, as long as they can stay healthy and, and keep it rolling. Um, I think USC I think USC jumped into the top four. I mean they don't they don't do like the BCS or anymore but in the in the other pools, I think USC jumped into the top 4 as well. Yeah. Or no, Oklahoma jumped into the top 4. And then USC jumped like one spot and then Penn State moved down to 5. So
1: Yeah, Penn uh right now it's well, the AP has Bama, Oklahoma, Clemson, USC, Penn State.
0: Yeah. And
1: then the coaches have the coaches have the same 5. But the only difference is Clemson is two on the coaches poll, and Oklahoma is three. So those guys stay yeah, pretty so tight. pretty much the same.
0: <clears throat> I mean, it's kind of kind of really nothing, nothing burger till yeah, about, you know halfway through the season. But.
1: we don't have to get deep into this. But and and you know my anti-Penn State bias, but I don't think I don't think if you're a ranked team and all you do is go out and win that you should be penalized and be pushed to fifth. I mean, I realize Oklahoma beat Ohio State, <clears throat> but I don't think that Penn State should have been necessarily leapfrogged. I mean, they went out and they dominated Pitt. So, I don't know. I I wouldn't have I wouldn't have made that change. I would have kept Oklahoma fifth or I would have moved Oklahoma up and moved P- Penn State up one and dropped Ohio State out of the top five. If I was, you know, if it was, if I was doing the ranking, so I don't know how yeah. you feel about that as a Penn State fan. I mean, I, of course, it doesn't matter week two, but I, I think it does matter. I think it does matter a little bit to the committee. I mean, when they look back and they see that if Oklahoma doesn't lose now, or or if all those teams go undefeated from here on out, then Penn State's going to remain fourth. So. I mean, unless something else happens during the season, but I just to me I don't think that Penn State should have been bumped down below Oklahoma even with Oklahoma winning, you know, beating Ohio State.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said it it doesn't. I mean, hopefully you think it doesn't mean a lot as far as the the end of the year rankings go, but I mean, if you think about it, the coaches poll is kind of a silly thing to start with. Mhm. Like, yeah, the coaches vote, but do they really care?
1: Yeah, and how many? I mean, I'm pretty sure. And
0: I mean, to, I mean to counter that, the AP poll is kind of a silly thing too. What sports writers vote,
1: like? <laughs> right. Well, I would say at least the sports writers are probably paying attention. I doubt Nick Saban ranked the teams. You know, right, I, I bet right. he has somebody in some his gra-
0: graduate assistant probably just said, "Hey, fill this out for me."
1: Right. Exactly. He's got some intern yeah. that said, that he says, "Go fill this out."
0: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I never really thought about it like that before. But just thinking about it, mm-hmm. it's kind of a kind of a silly thing. And I don't know. I mean, you're gonna have some. I mean, I don't have a problem with with Oklahoma jumping. You know, you beat the top two team in the country in their stadium. Right. Um, and then it's not like Penn State like bad. They did. You know, they didn't. You know, pull out a miracle win in, in overtime or anything. They. They won at home and they won by what three scores? So what? I mean, what else do you want?
1: Yeah, that was that. That's my biggest point is, you know, they were ranked fourth, and all they did was go out and pretty much dominate the game. Like they only gave up fourteen points, yeah. and somehow they're being penalized for for that. I, I, and I do real like I do realize Stanford beat or USC beat Stanford, who was fourteen, and Oklahoma beat Ohio State, who was two. But that's just, I mean, Penn State just didn't have those guys on their schedule. So. That's
0: the thing. I mean, that's the thing. If you're Penn State, you got to look forward and think, well, we have Michigan. We have to go to Ohio State as well. We have, you know, all the other Michigan State and the other Big Ten team. You know, if if we win the game that Oklahoma won, we will, you know, jump up as well. So. Right. That's what, I mean, that's the only thing I look forward to
1: yeah i mean but, i guess uh, i guess the other just the other side of that is oh never mind oklahoma did jump to number two i was gonna say if yeah. they just jumped one if they just leapfrogged penn state and they stayed at four then it wouldn't make sense but i guess if if you're saying that they beat the number two ranked team then they should be ranked second then i guess that makes sense but
0: i mean it, it hurts penn state the fact that if oh you know ohio state would have won they would have been a more valuable win for Penn State at that point, but Yeah, that's true. But I mean it I mean, they're gonna be Ohio State'll be if they don't lose again they'll be in the top six again, they'll be in the top six by then anyway, so Yeah. Um I don't know. I don't know when, when the committee sends out their rankings, like we get well, the BCS just come out like the week eight or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know when the committee starts, but we'll see if we can get our own little committee together here and put our own rankings out yeah that'd be pretty sweet but yeah I mean I don't know I don't know like USC jumping up I don't know if beating Stanford is that quality of a win any more quality of a win than beating Pitt really just cause they were ranked I mean just cause there's a number by their by their team yeah yeah <clears throat> I don't know. Oh well. Just uh early in the season, we got all kinds of crazy stuff to happen yet in college football.
1: Yep. I think the only big um, I think the only big matchup this week coming up is Tennessee of Florida. Assuming yeah, assuming they play I, that game.
0: I think Louisville and Clemson plays, right?
1: Um yeah, yeah, Clemson has that Louisville
0: yeah, so that should be a, well, it should be a good game. I mean, Louisville could get destroyed, but yeah, I think they, they could keep it close as well with Lamar Jackson playing. mm
1: mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: And uh, like 500 yards last week, so yeah,
1: yeah, because the because the Hurricanes Miami was at Florida State, but that game's been postponed, so they're obviously not playing that one. Yeah, um, not playing that. And the only other one that's kind of that. At least i think espn is pushing on everybody is uh oh no i'm sorry it's fox it's texas versus it's texas at usc so Uh,
0: two big names anyway
1: yeah. yeah they're trying to i mean i was been i was watching fox today and it was something about how it's the biggest rivalry that's not a rivalry that plays every year or something so they're trying to put like a big spin on it. I mean, it was a big rivalry back in the Reggie Bush and Matt Leinart days. One,
0: just from that one Rose Bowl, yeah. So to me
1: it's not to me it's not a big rivalry, but they're trying to they're trying to put that spin on it. Um <clears throat> it should still be an interesting game, but USC's probably going to dominate them cuz it's at USC.
0: Yeah, they definitely should. Um, what was I going to say? I was thinking about something. I forget. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, UFC at Texas. Maybe they'll let Reggie Bush back in for that game. <laughs> um... Uh, I mean, she texted that UFC. So yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say something about college football, but I can't remember. It must not have been too important. No.
1: Uh, just an update on the Heisman thing. Uh, Lamar Jackson's number one now in odds. Baker Mayfield's two. Darnold is three. And then Saquon is four. Um, and then Josh Rosen from UCLA is five. So a little bit of a change. That's
0: probably about right, based off the first two weeks.
1: Yeah. Uh, McSorley jumped up a little bit too. and, And JT Barrett fell a little bit, so...
0: Yeah, J.T. Barrett's gonna need to have like 2,000 yards passing next week. To... Yeah,
1: he's gonna need to. He's gonna need to completely dominate like the rest of his matchups if he <laughs> wants to get back into the top, even three. You know, even the top five.
0: Yeah, even get invited up there.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I don't think anything else important happened in college football. Nope. Um, Yeah, so are we going to NFL now?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Uh, So, as far as week one goes, I mean, the first game of the season was probably the highlight of that weekend. Chiefs putting up 42 against the Patriots. Alex Smith is slinging it all over the place. Um, I mean, that was a good game. All the other games were... Not bad. The, oh, the Rams put up forty-six. Um, I don't know. The offense kind of sucked the first week. Thinking back on it a little bit.
1: Yeah, there wasn't too much. <clears throat> I mean, there was there was like you said, there were some surprises. Like I don't think anybody predicted Kansas City to even win that game. And they definitely, if they no. did, they definitely didn't pick Kansas City to win how they did. Uh, that was just yeah, forty-two uh, points. Yeah, that was ugly, and and it looked ugly for them early because the Patriots went down and scored, and then Cream Hunt fumbles on the first play. Yep. And it's just like, oh, it's like this game's gonna end up forty-two to twelve, you know. <laughs> and then for the Patriots, and then for whatever reason, it's just New England's offense kind of like just started to not move the ball, and when they did, they tried to go for it on fourth down, what two or three times and got stuffed every single time, so that definitely didn't help them.
0: Yeah, I think, I think, uh, you know, trying to figure out the offense without Edelman will take, you know, I don't know, two, three weeks to to fine-tune that, and then mm-hmm. they'll be, should be rolling after that, but I think, I don't know, they're New England, they always figure it out somehow. Yeah. Um, but the Chiefs offense looked, Looked very good, regardless of of the the
1: Patriots. Yeah, that was like you said. That was definitely the highlight of the week. Uh, the, the unfortunate thing from that game is Eric Berry. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, exactly. blew, I I don't I didn't see news on him, but I'm sh- I'm assuming he blew out his ace or not his ACL, his uh, Achilles. Yeah, I think I think they they diagnosed
0: it.
1: Okay. I mean yeah, that's I just yeah. Forgot about that. that sucks. Yeah, that's just gonna be tough because he's been through a lot. And it would have been like it would have been nice to see him play the full year. Plus, that kind of hurts the Chiefs' defense. I mean, he he was on Gronk the whole night, basically, and he shut him down. I mean, as 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 much as you can shut down Gronk, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's got to be the the defensive leader for sure. Probably the best defensive player. I mean, Marcus Peters is probably now, but mm-hmm. it's got to be Eric Berry when he's out there playing safety. I mean, he's kind of a, a mix of the two safeties that the Seahawks have and Chancellor and Earl Thomas. He's kind of in between those mm-hmm. two guys, but he's right up there with those other two Is the best safeties in the league for sure. So that's going to be a big hole in the middle of the field for the chiefs. Yep. Um, well, yeah, and um, just some other injuries. Uh, David Johnson, had wrist surgery, I believe. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his official timeline is,
1: but I think it was like two to three months. Yeah, they said they said mid October, which is six weeks. So okay, so
0: one to two months.
1: And then it. it's probably it's probably more like two, but you know the thing about a dislocated wrist for a running back is that's yeah, just hit every right. That's just when he's going to come back. <laughs> when is he going to feel comfortable? Yeah. And when are they going to use him? you know, like they expected to use him. So even when he, even if he comes back in six weeks, like I wouldn't get my hopes up from fantasy perspective that he's going to be valuable until, you know, maybe mid-November even after that. So, um, with a dislocated risk, it's just going to be tough for him to hold on to the ball and how much structure, you know, I guess it'll ultimately depend on the structural damage, but, um... Yeah, it sounds like it'll be a pretty tough injury to come out and or come back from for a running back, and six weeks seems very optimistic to me.
0: Well, he he initially hurt it, and then they I don't know they I don't know they I don't know if it just popped back in probably after he hurt it initially, and then he was back in the game, so hopefully he didn't do any any anything worse to it Mm -hmm. after he came back in after that. But yeah, I mean, if it was a clean, you know, a clean. To clean dislocate okay, and then it's pop back in clean. But you gotta think it didn't have to have to go to surgery. You know, there's probably some scar tissue or something they gotta clean up in there. So Right. Six weeks is, is definitely best case and worst case scenario is it it doesn't get comfortable all year and next year, you know, he has takes the off season to get it comfortable again. Right. So I mean that's right, that could could linger long term for the Cardinals down there. I think they brought back uh, Chris Johnson, but they're going to start that Sherwin Williams guy.
1: Yeah, Sherwin. Yeah. The painter.
0: Yeah, they're going to start him. Well, I don't know, start him anyway. But they'll probably go committee down there. And, and Carson threw three interceptions last week, so mm. they got a lot to figure out in Arizona there, w- as well as a lot of other teams do. Really.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was uh like you said, it wasn't a high-scoring weekend.
0: Oh. Um, now Carson threw three interceptions. Dalton threw three interceptions. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, I don't know. I mean, the Jets and the Bills played, but. Yeah. That's the Jets and the Bills. Yeah. I mean.
1: But, I mean, even like uh, e- even Atlanta, they only scored twenty-three on Chicago. Yeah,
0: yeah I mean Chicago. You would have thought they would have lost that game mm-hmm. by forty. Yeah,
1: it's it's uh, one thing the
0: Steelers when didn't, the Steelers didn't look super intensive in in Cleveland. Yeah, I mean it's. W- I think Stafford Stafford threw a couple interceptions, so I mean it was it was rough.
1: Yeah, it was it wasn't the greatest weekend, and like like you said earlier, um, when the Rams are when the Rams have the most lost lopsided victory, it's it's a pretty bad pretty bad week. So.
0: Yeah, <clears> and I'm just looking at. Like the Jaguars beat the Texans, and the Texans switched their quarterbacks out already. To
1: yeah, although I think uh, I think O'Brien hasn't named Watson the starter this week, so hopefully.
0: Well, uh, he's taking the he's taking the first team reps and everything, but I don't know if yeah. he officially did it. But I'm just looking at the the box score for that game, and Boros had 125 passing yards.
1: Oh, that's bad.
0: Which is which is garbage. Any and. He, and and to get back on the injuries they lost their top receiver alan robinson to an acl for the year so yep i mean fournette's gonna be looking at 25 carries a game they're gonna run him run him into the ground his first year
1: yeah um they're gonna they're gonna run him like ezekiel ran last year that's for sure yep uh yeah, you can tell you can tell all my fantasy teams about Robinson. Decided so to drop him in like three leagues.
0: Yeah, and then just looking looking through the rest of the games. Um, Raiders won. Eagles Eagles did pretty well. Carson Wentz showed pretty well.
1: Yeah. A lot of the I mean, they're um, a lot of the Eagles game was based off of how their defense performed, but Wentz definitely I mean he had a big play where he was out He was scrambling around I mean the play had to have lasted like 20-25 seconds It ended in a touchdown So that was a big play for them Um, The Redskins should have sacked him Probably twice in that In that time Uh, But he found Aguilar deep So that was was one of the A defining moment of that game
0: Yeah and then I'm just scrolling through The rest Obviously the Giants looked I didn't watch that game, I don't think, but the Giants looked really bad. The Saints offense didn't look very good. The Packers and the Seahawks offense didn't look very good in that game either. So it was an offensive struggle week one for sure. Yep. Throughout most most of the league anyway.
1: Yeah. Um, That that Baltimore-Cincy game had to have been so boring. I mean, Andy... Andy, Yeah,
0: that was was an early game, right? Yeah,
1: that was a one o'clock game. Yeah. Dalton, Dalton led with 170 yards passing.
0: Yeah, he did. I'm looking at that. Yeah. Now. Jeez, that is bad.
1: And, and Flacco, I think he only threw like 15 times, which is, I yeah. mean, he's coming back from I back surgery, but that. that's very un-Flacco-like. He's usually one of the top, you know, passing attempts guy in the league, so...
0: Yeah, they're usually slinging it all over the place. Yeah, that's weird. I didn't realize that.
1: Jeez. Yeah, and the injury injury from that game is Danny Woodhead left.
0: Yep, Yep, his hamstring.
1: So they're saying they're saying four weeks for him.
0: So that's another one that could linger all year. Yeah. Yeah, there's so there's some big injuries. There's some bad offensive play. Um, I just this is like this is a, a. Topic for our uh, quarterback debate podcast, but I just had an, a thought that with all the bad, all the bad, you know, all the bad quarterbacks we know are in the NFL, and all the good ones are old and not going to be around very long. It's all, you got to think it's only a matter of time before the NFL starts looking like it did maybe ten, eight years ago, with the running back, you know, getting thirty carries a game, and it was one, run, one running back who did most of the running. Mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta think somebody's gonna be ahead of the curve and start going back to that that kind of play style, with you know whether it is with the, with a good defense, a running back, and a decent quarterback, and 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 limit the quarterback's uh, ability to mess up too much, like they're doing right.
1: Now. No, it's a good uh,
0: Because I mean, I mean the league has its its its. Uh, phases I guess you know mm-hmm. it's, it's become more spread out more down the field eventually with the quarterbacks not being able to do that anymore it's going to revert back to, to where it was before eventually you got to think
1: yeah yeah that's a, that's a very fair point eventually there's going to be and we kind of seen that this draft this year where people are starting to take running backs now in the first round again um, it kind of started last year with Zeke but this year there are what four running backs in the first round and yeah. Mixon could have been, you know, without his without his issues.
0: Out of is off field, yeah.
1: But I mean, that's pretty that's pretty enticing. Um <coughs> and then obviously Saquon next year will be a first-round pick. Um I'm not sure if there's really anybody el- any other running backs coming up that that are considered first-round grade yet. Um but you you're right, there's definitely a shift that seems to be happening, where running back is becoming a more important part of the game again.
0: Yeah, I guess it's just a question of who's going to be the team to commit to something like that, and how soon will it happen. I mean, that's yeah, that's really what it comes down to. I did like I did see a couple other running backs in the mock draft I've been checking out. I think LSU has one. To go
1: early, and I think I found another one up there. But Yeah, LSU has, I forget, I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's like Geeche uh, or something. G U I C E. So he's, I mean, he's hes one of the guys that were in the uh, Heisman Trophy things when I was looking. And then obviously Alabama has that Bo Scarborough guy. Um, oh, yeah. And he's kind of got a big name. And I think Georgia has. Is it Nick Chubb? I think he oh, was. Nick Chubb. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there are there are a couple guys that are getting noticed, but I think outside of I mean, Barkley's a lock for a first round pick if as long as he doesn't get hurt. Um, but some of those other guys have at least a little bit of a question next to their name. I'm sure one or two of them will get drafted in the first round, but n- none of them are are locked like Barkley is.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> so that's it for week one. I'm looking ahead to week two. It looks like tomorrow we get we get the Texans at the Bengals.
1: Y- Yay! Woo!
0: Yeah! <laughs> Andy Dalton, 170 yards, four interceptions last week. Versus, hopefully, I I i probably you too. Hopefully, we see Deshaun Watson out there. Yeah. Seeing what he seeing what he can do for Bill O'Brien in the Texans.
1: At the very least, Watson will be interesting to watch. Whether it's
0: what is okay. You know what's interesting about this Cincinnati? Well, it's at home, I guess, but Cincinnati is minus six at home.
1: So they're they're favored by only six. Yeah. Yeah, you would think they would be more.
0: Yeah, maybe because Dalton stuck so bad.
1: Yeah, I I would that's, I would expect yeah, because I mean. The common or the the thing is three points at home, so they're saying that if this was in Houston, it would be a wash. I think it'd be it'd be almost a pick 'em. I mean that says a lot about that says a lot about
0: plus a rookie quarterback coming in too. You're not getting any any bonus from that. Yeah,
1: that's that's pretty. I mean, their defense played well last week and. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I did not expect that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, like you, I mean, it, it's pretty much a pickup I mean, if Dalton plays well. Mhm. But if the same thing goes, if Watson plays well too, I mean, they could, they could definitely cover that for sure. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, Over unders is thirty thirty seven and a half. So that's pretty low, I think, for NFL games, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, teams teams average in the twenties scoring. So you'd have yeah, to. I mean, I know great. I know Thursday night games are usually lower scoring, but I mean, I guess if you're looking at it last week, Bengals didn't score w- one point, so.
0: But the Texans scored what seven? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a well. I guess the. uh. The T V draw is to show him watching for me anyway, that's what I'm gonna be watching for.
1: Yeah. I, I like you know Lamar Miller's my, my guy, so I'll be watching him regardless.
0: And AJ Green. A
1: J. Green's on it. Too. We'll see what Mixon does. So get him
0: well.
1: I don't think Mixon so got a lot of play last week.
0: No, I don't think he the hype he was getting seemed to be a little overblown coming out of camp.
1: Yeah, he had
0: I don't I don't I don't even think he got the most carries out of those three guys.
1: If I'm looking at this right, he had eight carries for nine yards,
0: that's not and three
1: game. catches for 15. So I mean, he didn't—he didn't do anything impressive. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, so that'll be another thing to keep an eye on the the backfield distribution there for the Bengals on Thursday, anyway.
1: Yeah. So it does look like he had more carries than Bernard and Hill, but he was
0: oh, Bernard had eight yards.
1: But he was very he was a very ineffective. Yeah. I mean, his average was one point one.
0: Yeah, that's bad. That's that's Bo. That's Bo' average, right. C-
1: yeah, could Vaux get more than one point one <laughs> on nine carries?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's your Thursday night game, people. So.
1: Yay.
0: Enjoy that, and uh, the Browns have another uh, conference game against the Ravens.
1: Yep. Um, and the Ravens are starting.
0: Eagles play the Chiefs. Yep. Patriots go to New Orleans. Um. Man, I don't.
1: Know. I think they, I think the NFL made a mistake. They're they're starting us with a horrible game, and I mean I'm a Matt Stafford fan, but the way the Giants look last week, they play Monday Night Lions Giants. Like they're oh, gonna. Oh, geez, that's a Monday. Yeah, night. they're gonna end with a horrible game.
0: Yeah, that's that's not good. At
1: least the
0: um. Well, <clears throat> if, uh, well, if Odell doesn't play, that's a game that I probably won't even watch.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have Stafford on a couple fantasy teams, so I probably will. But that's at least that gives Odell another day to come back because he didn't yeah. play. Well, I mean,
0: that I mean, just as far as as you know, ESPN, they got to be praying Odell's playing. Right. Because he's the only really draw Oh, those two teams other than the quarterbacks which are going to be your draws anyway. Yeah. You play Amir, Amir Abdul is playing in that game. Yeah, my boy. And then you get the Packers and Falcons Sunday night which the Packers probably always draw a big crowd TV crowd anyway. So.
1: Yeah, like, I, I just... I mean, I don't really know how the scheduling works so I can't really speak on it that much but like if you have... The Patriots at the Saints. Why are they not why are they not Monday night?
0: Yeah.
1: I just don't understand I, I just know. don't understand. I mean I uh,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's two of your two your quarterbacks <laughs> that you have to play.
1: Yeah.
0: Well I guess Sunday night is your two of your quarterbacks as well and Monday is two of the tier down. Mhm. So they didn't give us any really crappy guys in prime time anyway. That's true. Except Thursday. Yeah. Well, I mean, Dalton isn't in the lower tier, but he's not in the top tier either. No. But, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the matchups, none of them are very enticing for me anyway. Nope. Yeah, you got the Seahawks and the Niners over there on the west coast. Redskins going out west to the Rams. Craig's Cowboys going up to Denver.
1: Boo.
0: I don't know. I'll be just be having a red zone on so Yeah. And I'll probably watch I'll definitely watch Thursday to watch the to Sean Watson play
1: and, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Sunday night game doesn't I mean a Sunday night game might be a good game, but that's not
1: just, just
0: enticing to me.
1: Yeah, just looking at the schedule I'll probably be picking the Buccaneers for my suicide.
0: Oh, I picked uh,
1: let me look. I took the Rams last week on your suggestion. Yeah.
0: yeah, I took the Rams too. That was a good pick for me. Probably only when I get right. Where is this thing? At? Oh, fantasy at. Um. Uh. I wouldn't.
1: I I might pick the Raiders against the Jets.
0: Oh, that might be who I picked. I think I did pick the. Raiders. Yeah, the
1: Jets are at Raiders, so that's yeah, that's enticing.
0: Yeah,
1: I picked the Raiders. That's, that was my pick. Yeah, 49ers, or Seahawks against the 49ers. That's a enticing one.
0: Yeah, that's, that'd probably be good. Those one. are
1: probably the only three. I'd either pick the Buccaneers, the Raiders, or the Seahawks, and all three of them are at home.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah, so I picked, I definitely picked the Raiders. With the Jets going out west. Mm-hmm all the way out west i just don't think they don't have any offensive weapons anyway and uh yeah the raiders are loaded with offensive weapons so
1: yeah the jets i mean yeah that that was they're they're pathetic so
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah they don't they don't have much going for them up there in new york other than a high draft pick maybe But week two, that's it. Unless that uh, that's we can talk about fantasy if we have anything to talk about there.
1: Uh, I mean, I went I went three and zero this week, so feeling pretty good about yeah, my.
0: one and three.
1: Feeling pretty good about my fantasy teams. Did you get everybody you, your waivers that you wanted?
0: No, I don't. Not everybody. I got that guy from Chicago in one of my leagues.
1: Ta- uh, Tarek Cohen.
0: Yeah. Um, and I got, uh, I picked up, uh, Al Aguilar, what's
1: that? Yeah, Nelson Aguilar.
0: Yeah, I picked up him in a couple leagues, just for some wide receiver depth. And, uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, I kind of liked my Rodgers. I didn't really need to do anything drastic. I didn't have any injuries, so that's really when you need to, to make a move when you have an injury, so.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't have made, I'm in that boat, I wouldn't have made too many moves, uh, I had to drop Allen Robinson in two leagues. Um, yeah. <clears throat> other than that, I didn't make a ton of moves. I dropped. Um, I dropped Eddie Lacy in a league. So that was probably my. I dropped him in Kurtz League, which is the non PPR one. I just don't think that he's got it anymore. I don't even think he's going to be the running back once. Um. Thomas Rawls comes like back. That rookie up there. Yeah, Thomas Rawls comes back this week, I think, and then Chris Carson is that rookie, and he's he yeah, played they, well, I think, last. I mean, not as well as he could, because that wasn't a very high scoring game, but. <clears throat> um, so I just think Lacy is just, unless there's an injury there, I think he's going to be kind of out of the job. So.
0: Yeah, or, or at least uh, you know part of the sharing of carries anyway.
1: Yeah, and I dropped. I've dropped Ebron in a couple leagues. I feel kind of the same way. Like he just doesn't. He's he, to me. He's you know he's one of my favorite tight ends, but he's always seems to have the questionable tag next to his name. And huh. you know Stafford. He was Stafford's biggest target there for a while, but that Kenny Galladay guy is a monster. So
0: yeah, and, I didn't even try to pick him up.
1: No, me neither. I, I think he's. I think his, this week was kind of, you know, a fictional week for him. Like he's. I don't think he's gonna yeah, be I that think way. Yeah, he
0: definitely hit a ceiling this week.
1: Right. I think he's gonna be. He's gonna have some weeks where he might score you, one or two more touchdowns. But, um, I think this week is kind of unique, and teams will start to, actually play, pay attention to him on defense. So, <clears throat> um, I just don't think he's gonna have a great year. I think this is kind of like a people are overreacting and picking him up and for the most part I wouldn't be able to start him anyway. So
0: Yeah, same with me. I mean, you can't start a guy like that.
1: Yeah. I mean this kind of speaks to strategy a little bit, but like I'm not picking up like I picked up Javoris Allen for the for the Ravens. And I just feel like I feel like eventually he could start for me down the road. Where picking up somebody like Galladay, like I don't think I'm ever gonna start him in any of my leagues, so I don't even want to waste a, um, you know, my waiver spot on picking somebody up like that. Where, like I said, Devorse Allen, with Danny Woodhead hurt, and they only have Terrence West ahead of him. You know, if Terrence West yeah. gets hurt in the next week or two, at least Allen's gonna be their top running back, and I would like to have the top running back for the Ravens on my team. So that's just yeah, how I look
0: if, if you're if you're hitting the waiver wire and you're looking for somebody to start week two, you have a problem with it <laughs> yeah
1: for sure. that's a that's a good way to put it,
0: yeah, because anybody that was picking up on the waiver wire had a big week and wasn't expected to have a big week, which means they're not expected to have a big week moving forward, yeah, so if you plucked, if you play a guy. I mean you' are you're, you're I mean you're uh, it's like shoot it's like rolling it's like shooting crabs. I mean it's a it's crab shoot, yeah it's definitely uh, i mean you 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 would hope you have somebody on your bench or that you you know you you don't need to move out of your starting lineup unless you get an injury that you can you know you shouldn't have people that you can afford to drop after week one if you're drafted correctly
1: right, exactly. Yeah. The only, the only exception to that rule would be, well, I wouldn't even say this guy, I guess, but the only exception to that rule would be somebody like Gillisley if he wasn't drafted for some reason in a league,
0: or if uh, make your vote drop, them.
1: or 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 if he was drafted and dropped, um,
0: <laughs>
1: you know, somebody like that I would consider. Now I'm not a big guy, I'm not a big Patriots, you know, I don't think they have. A lot yeah, of fantasy but it's value. hard to ignore three touchdowns. Right, they they were giving him the ball at the goal line, so to me yeah. that says every time they're at the goal line, he's going to get the ball, and I want somebody like that. Um, I don't I don't even care if it's that guy on the Jets. If they get to the goal line, like I want that guy. So he's he's probably the only the lone exception. Um, I think Cream Hunt was probably picked up before the season start because uh, Spencer Ware got hurt. So yeah. I don't think Cream Hunt would be even a uh, somebody who's on the waiver wire. But to me, the only the only real exception for somebody that you're picking up this week to start would would have been Gillisley if for some reason he wasn't drafted.
0: Yeah, like I picked up that guy from the the Bears. <laughs> I don't even remember his name. Yeah, Cohen. But yeah, yeah, he was a, like he's a second-ranked running back or whatever. But I. I'm not gonna play him next week because he's probably not gonna have 30 points again. Right. And if he does, well, he does. That's whatever. That's good for me. I have him. I have him on my team. Yeah. But I'm not. I can't. You know. I can't just bank on him. good doing that again. Exactly. But another thing is, like, I I go to pick up, like, you you go to pick up a wide receiver who had a, a decent week, to, and then you have to drop one of your wide receivers who didn't have a good week. But then you look deeper and you're, your, you're you know the wide receiver you were thinking about dropping has seven or eight targets, and you don't want to drop those amount of targets just because he didn't turn them into any points for you. Because if you're getting that many looks, the potential is there. Right. So it's, a, yeah.
1: I think, yeah. I, I think there is a lot to be said for having a guy with high targets, even if he doesn't catch the ball. Like you said, it's better to have... I would rather have the guy who has eight targets and two catches than the guy who has four targets and four catches. It's just...
0: Oh, I, did, I think targets is, is a big a met, big metric for sure. Yeah,
1: especially, well, PPR leagues, obviously. Um,
0: yeah, for sure.
1: But, like, I had, I mean, I picked up Travis Benjamin before last week, and he went out and he had three catches for 43 yards and a touchdown. Like, <clears throat> he but he didn't have a ton of targets, so he's even somebody that I would consider dropping. And
0: yeah, I was gonna say that was that would have been my example for a low target, but a high point guy, compared to like somebody who could, like somebody who had eight targets last mm-hmm. week. Well, they had you know two catches for forty yards and no touchdowns, but they still had eight you know nine or ten targets.
1: Yeah, and and one of the yeah. perfect examples of that is actually that Aguilar. I mean, he did have six catches, but he had he had eight targets, which is a huge number. You know, there's not many yeah. more wide receivers getting you know, more targets than that. So, he's somebody that I definitely would have wanted to pick up. Um <clears throat> and he ended up with a touchdown, so he had a high point total. But even if he doesn't end up with a touchdown and he only has six catches for 40 yards, I would still rather have him on my team than like than Travis Benjamin who had like four or five targets for three catches, you know. Um, yeah,
0: I definitely agree with that with that lineup thinking. Yeah,
1: so that's just So it's easy to it's it's not necessarily easy to predict targets, but if you're talking about what I would prefer, I would definitely prefer the guy with the targets or the potential to get targets.
0: Yeah, you definitely feel I don't know. You definitely feel safer putting a guy that's gonna putting a guy like Aguilar in rather than a guy like Benjamin, because yeah, Benjamin could go off for three catches and two touchdowns, right, and 100 yards. Or he could go off for one catch for five yards. Exactly. Where Aguilar is going to get his targets, he's going to catch seventy-five percent of them and probably get a touchdown if he gets them targets.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's so, and that's kind of why like people were down on um, Alan Robinson coming into the year, but
0: but he was going to get his targets regardless.
1: Right. He had he had he was probably in the top fifteen, I would guess, of targets last year and even though they didn't even though he only caught 70% of them I just want the guy who has that potential of getting those targets so right. I mean I'm just looking he had 151 last year like I don't care if I don't care if Vo is throwing him the ball if he's going right. to get 151 targets like I'm going to want that guy on my team so that's just how I feel about it and um, <clears throat> same with same with like Hopkins. People were down on him, and I wish I got him in more leagues. But like this week, he had 16 targets, and he only caught seven of them. Like I still, yeah, want, was, I still was, want, I still
0: want that think, guy. I think last year he was eating up targets too, like that.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> so those are.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. I think targets is definitely a undervalued metric. hmm <clears throat> Um, but I just saw a DraftKings commercial, which reminded me. You made
1: out any good on uh, a or anything? I, I had a t- I did, did not. I had a terrible week.
0: Oh. Yeah I, came out even. yeah, I came out even. So, that's whatever.
1: Yeah, I had a pretty bet.
0: Would you say won the won the the uh, the fa- the family league or family and friends league? Uh,
1: Luke won that. Oh, J- Luke. Yeah, he uh. You got it in this week, right? Yeah, I'm just gonna,
0: it. Yeah, I'm just gonna look it up now, and see if it's full. But there was like two slots. Left yeah, there's left there's
1: now. nine of eleven still. I gotta get in it. I'll probably do that right after we get off the air. Um, I just
0: put it. Yeah, in.
1: Luke, <coughs> Luke, and then two Caros won it. Craig and Joe, Joe Kelly Caro. Yeah. Oh yeah. Still
0: yeah, still nine of eleven.
1: Yeah, so. and he Joe Kelly Caro edged out Cool Craig.
0: Is there a way to say, like, league history Yeah, there's a
1: standings.
0: Oh, view league? Oh, here we go. Yeah, I got it. 12 members. Luke won 134, 123. Jeez,
1: Luke killed it. I don't know who didn't get in last week.
0: Me and Jeremy weren't in. And Ville only scored 69 points.
1: I was winning. I mean, I I had a bunch of guys at the 1 o'clock game. But I was, like, second until the 4 o'clock game started. And I'm guessing Craig, both Craigs, had a, a couple Cowboys in their lineup.
0: Geez, um, we scored 134 points. He did hopefully enter some other tournaments.
1: Yeah, he's he dominated. I can look up to see who he had.
0: The one I won money and I scored 106 points.
1: Yeah. Was that a $1 tournament?
0: No, that was the big one. The million. Oh, million. oh. Um, like seven bucks or something.
1: Yeah, Luke had Derek Carr, Devontae Freeman, Gurley, Antonio Brown, Randall Cobb, uh, Austin Hooper. Got him 20 points. <coughs> Caleb Sturgis got him 13, the Eagles kicker, and then he went on the IR this week. So. Yeah. And then he, he took the Bells defense, which is a mistake. But
0: yeah. Well, it looked good, it looked good before the game.
1: Yeah, that's, that's true.
0: 134, man. Hopefully we was another tournament. Yeah. But it was cleaned up.
1: Yeah, it's only, I mean, everybody had, a, Doug Baldwin was his worst play. He had eight points. So.
0: Yeah, that's yep. pretty impressive. All right, so yeah we're in that this week and uh two spots left i don't know who didn't it was, i don't think i think jeremy's in this yeah week, so two people are gonna be left
1: oh, yeah out. i didn't i didn't get in yet and well i'm not really sure i guess probably daniel Palladino. oh yeah I'm. oh no daniel's in i'm looking at it now cool craig mike padasek Vo, Mafro, Paul, Joe Kelly Caro. So Little Craig isn't in yet.
0: Oh, he's going to be pissed if he doesn't. I think
1: do it's you. Little Craig. I don't know which one's Caro. Ca- Carol yeah, Craig. I, I think that's Cool Craig, but I'm not sure. Uh, C. Caro, oh, 09. Oh, 09, that's
0: definitely you. That's definitely
1: Little Craig. Alright. Yeah, so. He's not in it yet. Um, I'll pro- like I said, I'll get in it tonight. Uh,
0: hey, Craig and Jeremy and you.
1: Jeremy's. Oh yeah, Jeremy didn't get in yet either.
0: And then somebody else. So. I don't no, know it does. Doesn't it doesn't
1: matter. Well, there's, no, there's eleven spots this week. Last oh, week it was only right. ten. Yeah,
0: Craig, Craig, Jeremy. Yeah.
1: So there's there's two spots for three people. Um, and I think that's the best way to do it, I told Vo, because some weeks we're just not going to get enough people, and then it goes to a free contest, and nobody wants that. You might as well yeah, just have okay. first come, first serve. Yeah. <coughs> then I people aren't – pre- like, if your balance is running low, then, like, you're not pressured to put more money in just to fill the league. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, I
1: like that idea. Um, But, yeah, I haven't looked at anything yet, but I'm I'm going to guess that I'm going to be – pretty heavy on Raiders um, just because they play the Jets and Raiders and Buccaneers probably.
0: Yeah. So. yeah, I don't even know. I'll figure it out probably Sunday morning.
1: But that is that is that is a good idea to put a filler lineup in as long as you don't forget it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've done that. yeah, I've done that for baseball a lot back in the day. But yeah, I just put fillers in and edit them then sunday before one yeah usually
1: when i do that i try to put reasonable fillers in um but some yeah yeah but sometimes you just can't i mean there's too many positions to to pick where you're just like well well, that doesn't make sense to to pick the highest price guys but yeah i think um a good idea is just to put a filler in and then hold your spot if you plan on being in it every week
0: yeah, that's the way to go for sure. Well, and that's all I got on my list for this week.
1: Yeah, it's, that's all I got on mine, too. I mean, I'm going to beat Craig in Mafro's league, but.
0: Yeah, I play Matt. No. so... And then I play Troy in his league.
1: So you got a couple of tough matchups. Yeah,
0: I don't know. It's tough for to them.
1: I don't know. Matt was the league leader last week, I think.
0: Yeah, it's probably. I was probably in the in the cellar.
1: You were in the cellar.
0: Yeah, I was the last. Oh no, I, no, I didn't win. Yeah I, don't know. I didn't know. yeah, I don't know. I didn't have a very good first week, but we'll, we'll also turn it around in week.
1: Yeah, they just they aren't acclimated to that eerie weather yet.
0: No, we're getting ready for for winter up here, like Winterville.
1: Yeah, ice dragons.
0: We're preparing. Yeah, we got to look out for the. Mm we got the water to look after we got King's Landing to to the south
1: well let's just hope it doesn't take you two years to win like it's gonna take two years to get the next episode out
0: yeah yeah I know hopefully not I know it's a weird thing to not watch it on Sunday yeah but it is the best show ever Well, anyways, that's our show for this week after being off last week. Hopefully that doesn't happen, but I'm sure it'll happen again one of these weeks when we... It seems like whenever there's a holiday during the week, our, our days get messed up. Yeah, we
1: that's definitely one of the tougher <laughs> tougher things to overcome.
0: Yeah. But uh, we're working on it. We're still in our first introductory podcast year, so we're working yep. on the kinks. Anyways, um... Yeah, listen to this before the game tomorrow. If I get it up in time, I probably will. But enjoy the game. Enjoy Deshaun Watson. He should be fun to watch. And uh, tweet us all your your fantasy. Yeah.
1: If you want, yeah, if you want fantasy advice, just tweet us. We'll give it to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll give it to you. We'll tell you how the league makes out. And uh, that's it for this week. Bye. Good night.